You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Starts Here podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I am joined by one of UK's top celebrity dating coaches, James Priest. Welcome, James. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited to talk to you. So before we dive in, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do? Right. Where do I begin? Well, (laughs) I've been a dating coach now for 17 years. I help busy single professionals get into relationships and stay in them. And over the last years, I've helped thousands and thousands of singles navigate the very confusing world of dating. So I do one-to-one coaching. I work with brands. I run events. I have books. I have courses. And I work with lots of different matchmaking agencies all over the UK. So I've got a really fun job. That's awesome. How did you get into this work? Right. Many, many years ago, this is probably 17, 18 years ago, I used to be an actor And I loved acting. I was single, so it meant I could do lots of dating at the time. And acting was lovely, but it didn't pay the bills. So I ended up gatecrashing a big singles event in London, which had a thousand people in them. I put on a t-shirt, pretended that I was one of the people running it. And I found I was really good and I really enjoyed it. So I started telling people that I was really good at running these events, and I did so. And my wife and I met quite soon after that. And I wasn't allowed to go on any more dates. But some of the guests from the event started paying me to teach them the same secrets that I had. Because I think acting is very good as a foundation for dating. We've got confidence, body language, flirting, all these sort of things. And it grew from there. And here I am 17 years later and still going strong. That's amazing. I'm shocked to hear that when you met your wife, you weren't allowed to go on any more dates. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's very unfair. Weird. Very unfair. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, though. I love that you just put on the shirt and we're like, yeah, I totally know what I'm doing here. I did. I was quite nervous, actually. I don't normally get nervous, but I was then because there's a thousand people and there's quite a few celebrities at this event. And I work with celebrities now. It's perfectly normal. But at the time I was going around telling them what to do because celebrity speed dating was going on and they had pop groups there that were quite, quite good. There's a lot of money went into this event. I didn't get paid for it, but it was it was the launch of what I did. I mean, I feel like it paid in the long run. Oh, it did, definitely. If I hadn't put that T-shirt on and gone to that event and realized how much I enjoyed it, I wouldn't be here now talking to you. That's amazing. That's so fun. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is this idea of dating during our new normal, if you want to call it that. So things have changed a little bit in the time of COVID, which is clearly not changing back anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it's like over there, but that's how it seems here. Um, So what do you find are some of the big changes in the last couple of years when it comes to dating and starting new relationships? I would say, first of all, as horrible as it's been for many people, and I thought I was out of a job two years ago. I thought no one's going to want to date again. I have never been so busy in the last 17 years as the last two years. Mm -hmm. People want my help more than ever. Because what's happened is people have realized they don't want to be on their own or be stuck with the wrong people or settle anymore or just mess around. So what I found is people are much more serious than ever before. They are tired of going on these dating apps. They are 
can't go to events. The events don't really run as much due to COVID. They're not meeting through friends, not meeting through work because they're working from home. So they want some direction. But people are really much more serious. They've got more of an idea about what they want. And they are willing to, to pay for that as well and to invest in their future, which is exciting. Yeah. And so for all of the women who are listening to my podcast, because I know what they're thinking, they think that there is not one man left on this planet who is actually serious about dating or finding a relationship. What do you say to that? I'd say you're looking for love in all the wrong places, if that's the case. If you're going on onto dating apps, I'm not going to name them. There are men on there who just want hookups, absolutely. But there's men on there who are genuine. They want to meet someone. They want to have a long-term relationship. They just don't know how to sell themselves the right way. Because when it comes to these dating apps, people put on the first pictures that they've got, and it doesn't work, particularly for men. Because men haven't got the luxury of makeup and sometimes even hair. <laughs> so it's difficult. <laughs> but I work with men every single day. They're looking for something very, very genuine and long-term. Otherwise, they wouldn't come to me in the first place, I suppose. But men are confused. Men are sometimes a bit stupid and they're not educated. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to put a plan together. Don't always want to seek help. Women are much more open to that. But men are just looking for love and they, they want it. They don't know how to go about it. But there are plenty of decent men out there who are educated, who are fun, fit, sporty, of all different ages. So they do exist, but you have to go out there and do something about it. One of the biggest complaints I have when it comes to women and dating is that they say to me, well, I always get approached by the wrong sort of people, whether it's in real life, whether it's from a dating app or anything like that. And the reality is I'm saying to them, well, okay, that's lovely. How many people are you contacting first? How many men do you go up to and just say hello to? And they said, well, no, I'm being old fashioned. I said, well, old fashioned is old fashioned. Exactly. It's gone. Two or three years ago, that ended. If you want to be successful in dating, you've got to be proactive. You've got mm-hmm. to reach out to the guy that you like the look of, whether it's in a bar, in a supermarket, on a dating app. If you don't do that, you're never going to know. And someone else, another lady who's much more proactive, will go up there, say hello to him, start a conversation, and you'll never even get a look in. You'll have no time to meet you or even make yourself visible. So do something about it. Be proactive, and you'll get what you want. That's really good. What are some of the things that women can look for when they're on dating apps to find the men that are more serious and actually want a relationship? Well, first of all, make sure they spent the time writing a proper profile. Mm -hmm. So many men write flippant comments or they just write jokes in there or say, I want this. And they're very, very boring. If they've taken the time to fill out their profile and some dating apps only allow you a few lines into, into the profiles, but it's still enough. You can still sell yourself. If they have said the right things and they sound like a true connection, then absolutely they could be right for you. Don't just judge on one picture. If someone's got an okay picture, keep looking at the rest of the portfolio. Maybe they've got other pictures you like the look of. But what tends to happen, you can have 99 amazing pictures. And if number 100 is pretty awful, you'll be judged on that 100 picture. Because mm-hmm. that's how the human brain works. It's looking for reasons why things aren't going to work rather than, than they will. But if someone spent the time to have good pictures that look professional, look smart, dressed the right way, but not just him going out on the night out drinking loads of beer or with his mates, then probably they're a good person to even say hello to. And then what's the worst that can happen? Then they're going to ignore you. They're not going to say hello to you, but it might just be the start of something amazing. That's really, really good advice. So I hear from a lot of women, they don't actually say the words COVID is my excuse, but they say, I'm going to start dating when all of this is over. I don't want to start dating now if I can't meet somebody in person or whatever the thing is looking for the reason why the explanation why they haven't met their person yet. What's your advice for those women? 
Oh, there's always an excuse for everything in life, isn't there? We all love to procrastinate and put things off. I had the same conversation with a client just before I did this. She wants to start dating, wants to give it a month just to think about what she really wants. I said, well, it's February now. Time has gone on. And what are you waiting for now? It's going to be Christmas again before you know it. People do this. They're just scared of taking the first steps to make the first move. I'll join the gym in three months' time when I've lost a stone. I will start dating when I've got new pictures, when I've done this, or focus something else. There is no perfect time for anything in life other than right now. Take some action. This is who you are now. Embrace the moment. Don't blame COVID because people have been very successful getting together. You can still meet. Even if you can't meet face-to-face, you can do it over Zoom. You can do it over the dating apps. You can do it, have a phone call. There's no excuse for starting the conversations. I appreciate you can't always go out to events, but there's plenty of events that do run or places you can meet people where you can just start conversations. If you make excuses, you're just lying to yourself. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah, I do. And as you were saying that, I was thinking about a conversation I was just having on Monday with um, the women who are in my group coaching program, the Relationship Mm -hmm. Reset. We were talking about some of the parallels between starting and running a business and starting and having a relationship. And one of the things that we were talking about is getting started in business or like when you're going to launch a new program or put on a webinar, put on an event or something. It's so easy to come up with these excuses of why you can't do it, right? Like I can't start promoting myself because I don't have a website. I don't have this. I need to do this first. I need to have this thing. I need to have a thousand Instagram followers, whatever it is. And really, those are just the things that our brain is telling us, trying to keep us Mm -hmm. safe. It thinks it's trying to keep us safe. It's really just keeping us stuck. And the same thing happens in dating. And part of the problem is a lot of those excuses sound very legitimate. They sound very true and reasonable. Mm -hmm. And so until you learn to see that not all of your thoughts are facts and that they're not maybe as legitimate and reasonable as they sound, you're going to keep yourself stuck listening to those stories. I completely agree with you. Everyone makes the same stories up in their head. They tell themselves, look, reasons not to do things. Even me, my mum's amazing. I will say to her, should I go to the gym today? She'll say, well, you work really hard, James. Have a rest today. Have a rest. So I'll sit back and take your rest. The other side, my wife's pushing me out the door to get to the gym. Get out. Go and do it. Go for a run. And that's why I should listen to, really. But sometimes sometimes you want to rest. Sometimes you want to go out there and go for exercise. But when it comes to dating, starting a conversation is the most natural thing in the world. We've all done that. That's how we got all our friends and everyone ever interacted with. But just take some action now. It doesn't need to be something big. It can be booking a speed dating event. It could be getting some pictures sorted out. It could be just creating a profile. Take your time. There's no rush for anything. The journey of a thousand miles just starts with the first step. That's a massive cliche, but it's so true. If you want to get somewhere, you've got to take action now. Otherwise, what's going to happen? A week later, a month later, a year later, you'll think, well, COVID's back again now. COVID mark two. I'm locked <laughs> down again on my own. What am I going to do now? The same excuses just magnify. Just nobody's perfect. Do the best you can. That's all we ever can do, isn't it? Right. And I think the sooner that you get out there, the sooner you can start learning more about what you're looking for, what you're not looking for, how to identify certain things. So, I mean, it's all part of the process. And so I think if you can just even take imperfect action is better than taking no action at all. Absolutely. And that's a good reason to get a coach as well, isn't it? If you want some support, then come to a dating coach, get some action, help give some support on the whole thing because doing it on your own can be daunting but with a coach they know what they're doing 
and they know that there's a plan and they know how to make you do the right things at the right time. You don't have to do this on your own. Yeah. And they know what works and what doesn't. So they can yeah. save you tons of time, tons of effort, tons of yeah. emotions hmm. without you learning the hard way. Exactly. And it's going to shortcut the whole process. If you're going on these dating apps, you've been doing the endless cycle of going onto a dating app, giving it a couple of months, getting frustrated, deleting it, going back on there again when you were bored and lonely and doing the same thing over and over again. It's absolute madness. Get someone to help you look at the profile and say the profile's rubbish, the pictures suck. Try doing this, try messaging this person and you'll have a better success rate. And you start to put the fun back into this and you end the frustration. I find that frustration is one of the biggest problems that I see with people. Do you find mm, that as well? For sure, yes. Yeah. People just get so frustrated with dating, going out on bad dates, talking to so many people and going nowhere. But there are strategies for this and there are ways of doing it that absolutely shortcut it. For sure. So what are some of your top tips for dating within these new limitations? I think just doing something, going out with your friends and going somewhere that's social is always a good thing. Getting yourself out the front door if you can do it. And many places are opening up now because those people that are going there, they're a bit more open-minded. They're not sat at home. They're ready to go out and meet somewhere. Maybe it's a singles event. Maybe it's a wine tasting. Maybe it's just going to the gym. Doing something is always the best thing. Just getting yourself out of your comfort zone, which mm -hmm. often means leaving the house. And people haven't been sat around over the last two years taking pictures of themselves. So maybe it's time to go and get a refresh, get a professional company to take some photographs of you or get some close friends to do that. So you've got modern pictures of you looking happy in the right season rather than pictures from Christmas two, three years ago. Right. <laughs> or, or you're on a beach, obviously you haven't been on for some time, and update it. But give yourself a whole refresh. And use the time you've got now, if you can't do anything, to really work out exactly what your goal is in this. If you go into this, I will just date anybody, but they've got to be six foot three, or they've got to be blonde, whatever it might be, that's not realistic. Use the time to specify exactly what you want and think about what a good relationship looks like to you. What will you be doing? Where will you be going? How do you interact? What are your life goals with this person? Write them all down so you've got clear goals. And then you'll know what you're aiming towards. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that I always encourage my clients to do, I think women especially naturally tend to think about who do I want a relationship with and what kind of relationship that I want. Yeah. But I also encourage them to think about who do you want to be in that relationship? Mm -hmm. Because I think for most of us, if we think about our past relationships and who we were in some of those relationships, we don't particularly like that person. And so knowing who you want to be in your future relationship is also important because it helps you to kind of discern, is this person someone that I feel like I can be the person I want to be with? I completely agree with you. People make too many compromises. And when you look back on it, you realize all the red flags you've overlooked. You realize the things that you've allowed to happen, thinking someone's going to change or thinking that you might change because no one's perfect. Maybe they're things that you did. Maybe you were too needy. Maybe you didn't really show enough emotions. These are things that you can work on, work on yourself. And when you've worked on yourself, then you'll be able to attract someone new. But you're right, it's a good time to reflect on those things. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need help reflecting on those things, James and I know some great coaches. <laughs> they exactly. Starting with me. <laughs> so before we wrap up, is there any other piece of wisdom or advice that you would give to women in particular who are listening to this podcast, who are frustrated trying to find love and are starting to think maybe they're just destined to be alone forever? Yes, I would say that's definitely not the case. People think that at the time. And before you know, if you take some action, you will meet somebody. 
What I would say is stop tolerating nonsense off men. If someone doesn't call you and they keep doing it, don't overlook it. Get rid of them. Focus on someone who is worth your time. Don't go out on 100 dates a week if you're burnt out from it. It's quality mm-hmm. rather than quantity. But you have got to be proactive. If you're the one that's starting the conversation and reaching out to that person, then you're much more likely to connect with them. This is about you being in control. So many people sit back and wait for everyone to come to them. And what's going to happen? It'll be the wrong sort of people approaching you, the cocky ones, people that are a bit drunk. On the dating apps, it's the one that aren't getting the attention of anybody else. You take charge of this. And you're in control. And then you can make your future happen the way you want to do it. That's what I recommend. Oh, that's so good. So James, how can people reach out to you if they want to know more about you and what you do, your podcast, your book, all the things? Well, that's a lot of things. How can I summarize (laughs) it? First of all, my website is the main port of call and that is jamespriest.com, P-R-E-E-C-E.com. If you go on there, you can get my free book, How to Find Your Soulmate. It's on there. People seem to love that. You can go to my Love Machine podcast. It's available on Apple, Spotify, all the usual places. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram, under my handle, James Priest Coach. Thank you so much for being here, James. I really appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.melissamsnow.com. 